What is up, everyone? Welcome to the channel. Bid Nerds, the most interesting car of the day in all the automotive enthusiast auction sites. My name is John Polnick. Look, it says hey, so John. down below. It must be true. Uh, we record the show from the Container Park in downtown Las Vegas, along with my partner, Michael Deeb, in his brand new studio in San Francisco. Hey. Look at that thing, guys. He's all fancy now. Look at that. Stepping up. Michael Deeb. Nice work. There we go. Finally. Finally. Out of the dining room and into the basement, John. I, I'm not sure if this is an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, well, it sure looks better. Uh, what do you guys think of Michael Deeb's new studio? He did a lot of work to make that just for you people, even though some of you haven't hit the subscribe button. Yeah, it's time to do it if you haven't done it. Help Smash. this channel grow help this channel spread spread the word mm -hmm. share a nerd grow the herd come on guys hit that subscribe like and notification button and if you have done that already thank you very much we really do appreciate you guys being part of the channel you guys are the early adopters you guys are the ones uh that were here at the beginning uh and we want to thank you for doing that hit a hit, uh write something in the comments tell us what you think yeah. of his studio man does it look good does it look stupid Ooh. i don't know i think it looks great uh so good job michael way to go yeah. um if you're new to the channel and you're wondering what the heck it is that we do here we find the most interesting car from all the automotive enthusiast auction sites we dig through them all uh we find the most interesting one uh, we have a conversation about that car uh and then we make a prediction as to what we think it will sell for on its auction uh then we jump into the future uh and we show you what happens at the end of the auction because the thing is we record this before the auction ends so uh, this conversation is all is all about this car before the auction closes or ends so yep. play along with us. What do you think as we, when we get to the point where we make our predictions, play along with us, give us your predictions. Uh, and then after the break, uh, when we come back and go into the future in the, in this episode, you'll be able to see if you're better at it, uh, than either one of us. So let's yeah. play along. All right. Prove it. Yeah. Prove it. Are you a nerd as, as are you the better nerd? We shall see. <laughs> um, yeah. all right. So go ahead, Michael Deeb. What is the car JP, of the finally, day? finally marked marked is on the show. So we have been, as we've sort of resurrected the show from our, uh, long sabbatical, um, we have been talking about marked as a new platform. Marked is put on by Porsche digital, which is run out of Silicon Valley, just down the highway from me. Um, the gang at Marked, uh, they, to their credit, they have um, hired some enthusiastic people, Stefan and Tyler, who you and I have met, are uh, great guys and actual car nuts. Um, and so uh, Marked is a, a new player in the platform space. They've had some cool cars, but this is the first one that really is just on brand for both them and for us as bid nerds. What we're talking about, JP, out of Staten Island, New York, on the new marked platform is a 1998 Porsche 911 Carrera 4S, a C4S with just 18,000 miles. Um, the enthusiastic owner of this car just sent, spent some money on it. In the last 18 months, he spent $32,000 in service and upgrades, including like a classic radio, um, and he put, you'll love this, JP, um, right out of your garage, KWV3 coilover suspension to give it that stance. Uh, I think this car looks fantastic in an unusual glacier white with a midnight blue interior. And JP, when you get to the interior shots, take a look at this. It's got blue interior, but it also has red brake calipers and 
red seatbelts. I don't know that I've ever seen that combination with the full blue interior and the red seatbelts. Um, the jury's still out. I can't make up my mind if I like it or I hate it. Uh, but I will give him bonus points for it being very distinctive. I love that the car is lowered. Um, I actually like the Glacier White with the white wheels. It reminds me of a Volkswagen Cabriolet that you and I covered uh, just this week that was uh, quadruple white. Um, this car on the outside is white on white wheels, which is uh, really neat. But anyway, $32,000 has been spent. It does come with a COA. It's ridiculously low documented miles. Uh, so now the big question is this consigner and us and the audience, we're going to put marked to the test, knowing that this car are bringing big values. A low mile C4S is now well over $150,000 car. Does the marked platform in its infancy, less than a year old, do they have an audience, you know, a, a strong enough or big enough audience that they're going to be able to find the buyer who's willing to spend the retail value for this car? Um, and then it'll be also curious to see that if it does fail to sell, um, you know, where is the uh, like where where is marked going to set the reserves for cars like this? So, JP, I'll send it to you. What do you think of the platform, the layout as you've looked at it with this car? Uh, and then what do you think of the car itself? Is that cool or what? Yeah, you know I love this car. Uh, if any of you haven't seen my television show on Pluto TV, go check out Pluto TV. Uh, Porsche and, Road Trip. Uh, Porsche Road Trip, yeah. Um, our good friends at God and Porsche of Las Vegas lent me a C4S I, and a very I, similar, yeah. I, our good I friends by, 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 yeah. uh, by. I, I lent uh, yeah. him the car. Yeah. I had to get it gassed up and put a plate on it for him. I lent him the car. <laughs> Not that it was my car, but I yeah. lent it to him. <laughs> I got to put like 3,000 miles on that thing uh, and have That's the awesome. best time doing it. Same color configuration, or at least it did, you know didn't have the yeah. um, didn't have the red seatbelts. This is beautiful. I I love the red seatbelts. I think it's tons of fun. Curiously, they went through all this trouble. They spent all that money, and it's missing the cigarette lighter. Uh, did you notice that in the pictures? Uh, it's I like, did not. Guys, what are you doing? Uh, you're gonna. I mean, look at this. Uh, you, uh, where'd it go? Uh, yeah, no cigarette lighter. Come That's on, so I think I have an extra one. Give me a call, guys. At Mark, <laughs> Stefan, what are you doing? Um, wow. Yeah, I, the, it's it's shocking that this car wound up on this platform. Uh, if being that this car is from Staten Island, you'd think the guys from Picar Market would send some some you know big dudes in black shirts oh. uh, to go rough this seller up because uh, that's yeah. right in their backyard. That is a yeah. that's they, this is they, kind of they, a coup. They probably called an emergency staff meeting and and went you know and like read the riot act to all the staff going how did this car get get out of new york and is on a platform based in palo alto you know right yeah i mean <laughs> the car is spectacular i mean our friend uh ben the professor you know has said that this this basically this body style is the pinnacle of human achievement and design uh it really is one of the most beautiful cars of all time so hot uh yeah. and this one being in perfect condition like this uh i, I don't know if i've seen a better one and yeah, the stance, whoo, that's hot with the uh, with yeah. the WV3s. I, it also has a, a Fister exhaust and a, a short shift mm, kit. So I mean, mm. the, the, the guy who bought the guy who bought this car and spent the money on it yeah. clearly intended to drive, drive the car because that's all the kind of stuff you would do and I would do because it just it takes a fun car and makes it even better. You know? 
Yeah, I mean, the only thing that would make this car better would be the split grille. I'm surprised it doesn't have it uh, on the rear. Yeah. Uh, or, of course, if this were a C2 in the same configuration, uh, it oh, would be yeah. even, even better. But uh, I'd and, be fine. And more expensive. Yeah, and way more expensive. Yeah. So, all right, what do we, th- yeah, can Marked make it happen? And if they don't, what happens to Marked? Like, how do they move on from this if they fail to bring the big money on this car is is marked just where how are they going to do this marked if you guys are watching we love the platform uh but you guys yeah some things need to happen uh this car is a is it a seminal moment like what's this is a big deal for them to have this car and for this car to bring all the money what do you think deep yeah i i do too i i think that like i said i, I really feel like a car like this uh, kind of puts them to the test and and is going to start we we get to start to hold them to a standard now to Mark's credit um, when you look at their past auctions you know they sell almost everything so I'm wondering are they uh, rolling in with generously low reserves uh, you know how how does that work um, uh, I, I you know and ha- I don't know I'm really curious because I haven't really followed too many of the cars because there just hasn't been anything I've wanted personally and we're kind of busy with all the other cars that we're doing for the show. So this one will be really fun to watch. Um, and I'm as curious as anybody to see where it goes. Uh, does, I know does marked, does marked have a two week time or is it a one week time? 10 day. It is I a believe 10 it's day 10 auction. Day. Okay, that's, that's and I'm weird. guessing, please don't hold me to that, but I'm with 85% certainty. They do 10 day, uh, auctions. Okay. Um, yeah, what do you think of that? The auctions that are more than a week. I feel like the cars get forgotten about in that regard. But uh, I mean, with Mark having a pretty big staff of people uh, paying attention, yeah. I got to think that they're going to be out there pushing the daylights out of this thing uh, over the course mm-hmm. of this auction. Yeah, um, and they're you know they're pretty active on social media and stuff like that. So I I know they're they're trying real hard. And like I said, it's a good group of guys. But in the end it's the audience. It's not the platform. You know what I mean? And so at at a certain point, you know, Mark has done all the work they can do and it's hands off. And now, you know, over the last, I mean, this car actually closes very soon uh, over the last few hours, we're going to wait and see, you know, if the audience rises up to bring the value to this. Now, in my opinion, this is probably a 150 to $160,000 car. Uh, It could possibly bring more if, if a few people fall in love with the colorway and the money that was spent on it, like the exhaust and the coilovers and things like that. Somebody could pay over 160 for it. But I do think the true value of this car is right in that range. That being said, I think on this platform with with a young, smaller audience, and we wish Mark, you know, all the luck in the world that they grow the audience. But I suspect this car will stop at 145. That's just my gut being that the platform is still new. The question is, is the consigner agreed to take a low reserve like 145 or does it fail to sell at that number uh, because the guy has eyes on 160? So we'll see uh, what happens in the next 24 hours. But I think 145 is where it lands on this platform because they're young. And I would think that 145 is probably not enough for the seller and that he's going to say that's a fail to sell at that number. So, JP, what do you think is going to happen? 
Yeah, I mean, we've seen some huge numbers on 993 turbos with low miles. Um, yeah. Like, we're talking 300. Uh, for, oh, yeah. You know, and, and this up. Is, and up. And so yeah. this car uh, being that low, this car is perfect. And it basically looks the same. And it's arguably, there's a lot of arguments that can be said that, okay, you know, maybe it's better to have a non-turbo uh, air-cooled 911 and whatever. That's a whole other conversation. But, I mean, at under anything under 200 this just seems like an incredible value compared yeah. to a 993 turbo i think on bat i think this car gets 200 i think it gets or i think p car market wow. gets high you know high high numbers uh maybe not quite 200 but up there i think this car has the potential to be the 993 <laughs> wide body that makes all the money, but not yeah. on marked. I think if this car gets up to 150, I think you're right. I think the seller, if they know anything about the market, they know this thing's worth more than 150. 20,000, mm -hmm. I mean, look, we've seen 964 wide bodies bring 250 uh, and up. Yeah. Um, this car should be doing the same. This is the better car. I mean, you can argue that the 964, uh, whether or not you like 964 is better than 993s, fine you know from a taste point of view i, I get it uh but this is definitely the better car uh and i think deserves at least what wide body 964 should be bringing and for some reason they're not so i'm gonna say that it gets as high as 150 and still doesn't sell yeah and let me let me converse let me say this if this car gets to 160 158 160 165 i would say mark has arrived um even if this consigner wants more money say he was thinking 180 for the car because of the low miles and the recent receipts um if if the marked audience bids this car over $150,000 i'd say that the platform has a legit audience even if the car fails to sell but i would say the watermark for um you know as far as uh taking inventory at marked and seeing where they're at if this car brings 150 grand i could say they should feel very good about the audience that they have so far and that they will continue i hope to succeed even if this car doesn't actually transact. Um, because like, like you said, that if, if a car were gonna bring 180 or 200, it would be an example of this magnitude because this one really is special. Uh, but I'd be, I'd be very happy for Mark if uh, their audience brought 150 for it, even in a failure. So we'll see what happens. So your number is 150, John? Yeah. You know, right. the, the seller spent $30,000 on getting this thing ready. I don't mm -hmm. know why you would do that uh, if all he wanted was 150. I mean, uh, if it, whatever well, yeah. condition it was before, uh, you spent the $30,000. This car easily would have brought over $100,000 on almost any platform, any any yeah. any platform that's arrived, like cars and bids or bring a trailer or, or peak our market. Maybe not cars and bids. Uh, but, yeah, I, so... Yeah, I'm having a hard time thinking he spent the thirty-two thousand dollars to retail. Uh, to retail it, I think he spent the thirty-two thousand dollars to drive it, and then something happened, and he's decided he has to get off the car right now. Um, so it could prove to be a good value, but we don't know. We will find out right after you guys hit the subscribe, like, and notification button. Do it right now, and let's get in the old time travel machine. We'll be right back to tell you what happens with this car. Okay guys, I want to tell you about Vegas Auto Fest. 
the drivers are coming. This is one of our big sponsors. It's the biggest car show of the year in Las Vegas. It's one of the coolest car shows you can possibly experience anywhere. If you haven't made plans to be part of Vegas Auto Fest on September 17th, then do it now. Go to VegasAutoFest.com and register your car. You think you're a car enthusiast? Doesn't matter where you live, plan a trip to Vegas on September 17th and come out and see this show. It's like Monterey Car Week all in a day. Have you ever been to the Quail? Have you ever been to Works Reunion? Have you ever been to Amelia Island? All those car shows are amazing and great. Have you been to Luftkult? Sure, but Vegas Auto Fest is something special. Make a plan for September 17th. We'll see you in Vegas. All right, guys, welcome back to Bid Nerds. You daily nerd on the most interesting car of the day on all the automotive enthusiast auction sites. Look at this. We snapped our <laughs> fingers and we time traveled into the future. Bewitched, right? Didn't she see this? Michael <laughs> Deeb is joining me in studio in the container park. Can you believe that? Yeah. I wore the Sutro Tower hat just for him and he wore a, a local Goodwolf Arts District hat. So Ooh. good job. All right, guys. So you're wondering what happened with this amazing uh, C4S. Is it C4S? C4S. Yes. Okay. Mark is here, JP. Look at this result. I can't believe it um i feel like you and i should eat our laptops live on camera uh we joked that if uh if they got to 150 grand we would say marked has arrived um jp i bid oh what did i bid i bid blah, 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 145 you took the over at 150 marked sold this c4s in staten island for two hundred and five thousand dollars on 31 bids ladies and gentlemen their audience is legit the platform is for real um if you're looking for a car uh the you you can find them. They're there. They're, it's they they've they've got real stuff. They've got real buyers. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, great, fantastic result. I'm I'm totally impressed. I feel like I have to eat a bit of crow. Um, congratulations to Marked. I I think this really does. Uh, I hope they see it as a landmark uh, result for them because that's a that's a full retail number two hundred and five thousand for a four wheel drive nine eleven. That's even a, a nine nine three. That's an incredible result. I'm totally impressed and uh, both with the platform and the results. So good job. Yeah, uh, we are both amazed clearly. Uh, I want, so who was the seller of this car? Was this a private individual or was Ooh, this a good dealer? question? Good question. Um, Let me pull it up. Because the thing is, is I, you know, look, I, I'm very happy for these guys. I'm, I want there to be another viable platform. You know, I certainly am rooting for Mark over P car market. I would love for P car market to just go away. Um, I, I, I feel like what they bring to the community is just like, it's a lot of negativity. Oh. Um, whereas Mark really feels like they kind of get the enthusiast. They actually understand uh, the people that are out there and they're, they don't, I just don't feel like Mark is out there to just, you know, just glean money off of everyone. I just don't get this feeling like they're no. trying to, you no. know what I mean? It, yeah, it, it's passion first and the money will come second. Kind of right. if you build it, they will come. Whereas PCAR, in this analogy, I'll agree with you, they are the opposite. They are they come with a dealership mentality mm -hmm. and they're thinking, how can we profit from this? 
and then who do we have to schmooze to get that profit you know yeah it just it just oozes into every one of the listings and the whole, just the whole experience with working with those guys yeah. versus mark so i mean so now okay they got some, the reason why i asked is like who was selling this car was it a dealer was individual who spent the thirty two thousand dollars on on upgrades and maintenance to get the car right probably to drive but then decided to sell it and made a clearly a boatload of money on this thing that's the kind of car that definitely attracts a lot of attention i wonder what mark did during the week to kind of plug that sale i know i see a lot of ads for mark i know i'm i'm targeted by the algorithm and i'm sure, sure there's a pixel following every device i have around mm -hmm. so i'm more likely to get marked ads than maybe your average joe uh but that certainly seems like the kind of car that they would want to promote that they had on their platform oh, for and now sure. that it's sold for this they got to use this as a feather in their cap they got to be running around going look we can do this absolutely um you know I, now so the question is like okay you have you have a blue chip porsche we know that p car market for all their faults can sell blue chip porsches yeah. right we know that that's a thing um, clearly BAT can sell yeah. just about anything that's on their platform. Canoes and bicycles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, the thing I'm now it's like, if you're deciding, okay, I've got this 4S, uh, and I, I, I don't want to wait to get on BAT. Uh, I don't want to deal with the P car market guys. Now, clearly I think the blue chip car, it may, this is a viable option now. I, I would think so. I mean, yeah. if your car is good because this car, with all the maintenance and stuff that's been done, this is a, a no hurdles, no excuse, no red flag car. Yeah. So it's as blue chip as they come. It's a collectible model, had low miles. It's in a big city, so it's easy to access. I mean, this car ticked all the boxes, but that result is a high watermark for, for any platform. 205 for a, you know, that's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, so it'll be interesting to watch these guys now. And it does seem like they've got a, a, a small handful of more cars. I mean, that's been the other problem that most of these other platforms to, to kind of like gain traction. They need to get more listings and people are like, well, I got my listing, but I don't want to risk putting on something that uh, isn't going to get any any attention. Well, maybe maybe these guys are turning the corner. Let me give you a quick restaurant analogy. OK, uh, we serve a lot of pizza at my restaurant. And we also make a calzone, which is just a folded over pizza. We can go two or three days without selling a calzone. But if somebody orders a calzone at seven o'clock at night, we'll sell 15 calzones that night because once one table sees it, they'll order it. Then when they get theirs, another table just sat down, they'll order it. We'll sell a bunch of calzones in one night. It has been the pattern, certainly on Bring a Trailer, a little bit on P-Car Market, that if a car sells, a particular model sells for a high number, then that platform will get a bunch of bids for that type of model. So I'm curious to see if... The validation that we believe is now evident for marked if we see some air-cooled Porsches start to populate. Because what to Mark's credit, even though they're Porsche owned, they have been brand agnostic and they've had all kinds of different cars. Now let's see if they get a heavy flow of decent air-cooled 911s because of this result. That would make me and I'm sure the people at Marked very happy. What do you guys at home think? Uh, if you are thinking about selling your blue chip not weird 911 <laughs> yeah. right i'm not talking about one that's yeah. got funky wheels yeah. or all that outlaw. Yeah, yeah an outlaw and I, i'm a fan of outlaws I, yeah. i'm not knocking out but this I might mean, not be the platform i don't own yet. a stock porsche um <laughs> but if you've got that blue chip car gt3 uh, c4s uh, uh 73 rs you know something yeah. badass yeah would you trust mark to sell your car or would you, are you still kind of like, mm, I'll go ahead and wait uh, and put it on BAT or I'll go ahead and deal with the checked 
jacket used car salesman over at PCAR Market. Tell us in the comments below, right after you hit the subscribe, like, and notification button. Uh, we appreciate you guys watching. We really, really, really love doing this show uh, to the point that um, you got, what, what do you think of Michael Deeb here in the studio? Should yeah. we move him back to Vegas? Absolutely. Or do you like his studio back in uh, San Francisco better? Yeah. His new studio is pretty darn badass. Uh, so uh, check out a previous episode of uh, Bid Nerds. Uh, hit the, share some of these. Share, you know, spread the word. Share the nerd. Grow the herd. Some kind of phrase like that. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. We will talk more about the most interesting car of the day tomorrow. Nerd! Get those nerds!